Welcome to our next session of Soul Talk. Um, I'm really, really excited because today I have my friend and colleague from one of the colleges, college campus where I work, Cheryl Callen, with us in the house today. Thank you, Cheryl, for uh, coming out. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm so excited to talk about um, our topic for today. Um, so before we get into that, let's just jump right into the nitty gritty of our conversation. Um, tell us how you um, got started with dance. Well, thanks for having me on. And I started dancing when I was four years old, uh, taking the ballet and tap combo classes that all the little girls do. Mm -hmm. And um, kind of started doing that for a while. I was in color guard in high school and that's where I learned modern dance. Nice. So uh, then it became Wait, a dance. You guys learned modern and color guard? Yes, at oh, Warren, we did. Really, really cool. That's awesome. And so I kind of fell in love with that movement style and um, became a dance major in college and then got my BFA and MFA and um, moved up to Dallas and started working. Nice, nice. And so what does your dance career, your dance life look like now? Um, like many artists, I have my hands and fingers and toes and lots of different things. And everything, so, yeah. <laughs> so I've been a dance professor um, in various places uh, since 2008. And I um, also got my yoga certification uh, last year. And so I've been teaching um, yoga and got into teaching bar fitness. Yeah. Uh, and I'm uh, also starting working with a dance company um, here in the fall. And uh, I've also been doing uh, dance writing for the last five years, being a dance critic for a local website. Right. Ding, 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 ding. And that is our topic for today. Basically, we are discussing, uh, you know, different ways to stay employed uh, as a dancer. And I think it's really interesting uh, to talk about dance writing because I don't think a lot of people know that that exists. I don't think they know what it is. So um, can you tell us exactly what that means? You, I know you mentioned just a little bit. You go and write for, you know, you write reviews on shows. But what exactly does that entail? Well, um it means going to shows, of course, and um, writing a review over it. Um, and then I also do um, sometimes interviews. Um, I'll go and cover different performing arts events that are different from you know your traditional concerts. Um, so it's about uh, keeping the dance world um, in focus and in the forefront. Um, it's journalistic writing, so it's a little bit different than something you would do in an academic circles. Okay. Um, so it's, it's um, you know, news about the arts and about what's going on. I think that's great because a lot of people or what, you know, one of the discussions that we have in grad school or had in grad school was um, how dance is seen in academia or how dance is seen in the world abroad and not a lot of dancers are writing and there's not a lot of uh, writing about dance and we're all about, we embody our lives, right? We move through everything and we don't really write it down. We're probably one of the only art, for, art forms that doesn't have a lot of written, you know what I mean? Um, and everything is passed on from body to body. So I think it's great and I think that there should be more dance writers, you know what I mean? So we can be taken as seriously, you know what I mean, as the, the right. other art forms. So did you always intend to become a dance writer? 
Um, no, this gig actually fell into my lap. Okay. Um, I always knew I wanted to write. Ever since I was a little girl, uh, that was one of my childhood dreams was to become an author. But you know, at the time, I figured it would be fiction writing because I was reading a lot of fiction books. And then um, when I got into academia, and I think this is kind of the mindset that a lot of grad students have is everything that you're doing is staying in academia. Um, and this gig actually, like I said, fell into my lap when I was teaching at one of the colleges. Um, mm -hmm. A friend and colleague um, at the time was the dance critic for a local magazine. And she got me in touch with a gentleman named Mark Lowry, who uh, started a website called theaterjones.com. Very great site. Made to um, fill in the gap of performing arts coverage because a lot of newspapers, and this is just a nationwide trend, um, are cutting sections. I mean, print media is in decline. We kind of all know that. And the first thing to be cut are the art sections. So he created this website to cover all the performing arts in the North Texas area. Um, so this would be classical music, opera, um, comedy, theater, and dance. And so in 2010, I got an email from um, Mark Lowry said, hey, here's my website. Check it out. Would you want to write for us? And this was on a Friday morning and I looked at it and I was like, hey, this actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And he wrote me back, well, can you do something tonight? <laughs> okay. Right, right. Um, so I literally kind of fell into my lap. So this just goes to show like um, your connections in the dance world. Absolutely. You never know where they're going to go. Um, and so I... Uh, Review my first show that night and you know five and a half years later like I said I've been doing um, I've done dance concerts I've reviewed musicals um, theater shows I've conducted interviews um, and feature stories I've covered award shows competitions auditions and it's just led me in so many different directions that I couldn't imagine I think that is really, really cool and awesome opportunity to have to go see these great, 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 great shows. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned connections because that's something that we actually talk a lot about on The Working Dancer is, um, you know, staying connected to your community because those connections lead to the opportunities. Um, we don't always find our jobs and opportunities online. You know, we can't just you know, go to a search engine and find our jobs all the time. And a lot of times, most of the times, you know, 80, 90% of the time, it's a friend that says, hey, are you interested? You know, so I think it's great that you mentioned that. So what are some of your um, favorite parts of your job as a dance writer? Um, seeing dance shows. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> as a dancer and as a professor, it's so important to stay, um, stay up in your field and stay current. And um, so to be able to go see a dance concert, um, potentially every single weekend, maybe even a few in a weekend, uh, and not just see it, but um, you, you talk about community and the arts are meant to be done in community. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I get the opportunity to take my friends to dance concerts with me. Um, <laughs> I get to see other dancers and other artists and other writers at these um, concerts. We talk, we have conversations about the arts. Um, we're keeping each other involved and we're having this community and you know as artists we're so busy that you know seeing dance shows and being around the community of artists has become my social life yeah. my social life so that's a nice thing um i really do love the writing part i mean you have to love the writing to do it because that's the nitty-gritty part i mean you can't just go see a show and be like oh they were so awesome look at their extensions 
there's more to it. And as difficult as it is to get that first sentence started, um, it really is very fulfilling because I feel like I'm providing something valuable to the arts community. Nice. I think that's great. Um, I think we should talk about that a little bit more. Like it's more than just saying this is awesome, but hold that thought, hold that thought. So then how can someone become a dance writer? What would, would someone do? Let's say there's a young dancer and, and, you know, maybe they love performing, but they also like you have a knack for reading and writing. And this maybe sounds like a good fit for them. What, how would they get started? What would they do? Right. Um, just write. <laughs> a lot of dance writers around the country that I know, um, they got started, they just started their own blog. And you know, it's, it's free to do that. So um, starting your own blog, um, writing, um, writing opinion articles about dance. If you go see a dance concert with somebody, you know, write up a little review and just, it's so easy to publish yourself. Right. And that's a way that a lot of them get started. And if you're actually looking for a place to do that, where they are commissioning you, then, um, you know, do some research, seek out either prints or online publications in your area. Um, ask the editor if you can submit a sample piece of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of like auditioning in a sense. You just kind of put yourself out there. But um, I say having... Um, having a reliable source, like, so blogging, if you're consistently blogging, um, then that shows an editor or um, somebody head up a publication that um, you've, you've committed to this. Right. You have, you have that history. I think that's awesome. And blogs are everywhere. They're like billions of blogs. I have a blog. (laughs) There are tons of them. Um, So if you enjoy writing, I think that's a great tip, a great place to get started. Um, So, can you just really quickly, I don't want to, because you are, you're giving us a little content, right, soon on, on the blog. So I don't want to steal the meat and potatoes of your article there. Um, but can you just tell us like a snippet of how, what, what else are you writing about? So not just this was awesome, but what, what specifically, what's the eye, what's the angle or voice of, a, of an article for as a critic? Right. Um... You know, it's kind of interesting because dance criticism has changed so much, and I'll kind of delve into that in my article, mm-hmm. um, because the content of the, of the article is, um, has changed as well, especially with um, social media and video. Um, our publication specifically likes to uh, go into context, um, not just what they did, not just providing a record, although that is incredibly important, but how does this piece of work, how does this concert fit into the dance scene of, you know, we're in North Texas, how does it fit into the dance scene? Um, if I've seen a company over a few years and I've seen the same dancers, um, how has this dancer grown? Okay. Um, you know, I, I want to be supportive. I want to point out the good things. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I also, we want to hold, as critics in general, not just me, we want to hold the, the arts world accountable okay. uh, because we want to strive for excellence. Right. And so, um, you know, um, again, pointing out some supportive things, but um, also pointing out things, you know, from, from our point of view and um, providing that context, you know, how does this fit into not just the North Texas dance scene, how does it fit into the um, historical body of dance and artwork that we have? 
Wow. I didn't even know that. I think that's really, really yeah. cool. And a lot of pressure. Like, <laughs> I it, always, it doesn't always happen in every review. Okay. Mm -hmm. We don't want, we don't want you to read a book. A lot. Uh -huh. Um, but, um, that, you know, dance criticism fulfills so many, uh, different roles. Okay. That's, I mean, wow. That it makes it sound so, um, what's the word? It's just, it puts it in a different level for me, a different, a different area, you know, a different, a different importance, a different value. I don't know what I'm trying to articulate, but I know what I'm feeling. Um, so I'll just think about it and get back to you on my thoughts, but uh, let's get real for a second, right? Dun, dun, dun. Um, does your dance writing fully support you financially or like most dancers, is it a plethora of things that, you know, pays your bills? Right. Um, it's really it's difficult i think especially with the the decline of print media um I, I don't know of really too many dance writers in the country who are making their living solely dance writing i mean i could be wrong but um no this is a very small portion of what i do as an artist <laughs> it does not pay well at all but it's um it has a purpose it's personally fulfilling for me like it's one of the most fulfilling jobs i've ever had Okay. And um, it's also led me in other places. So, um, uh, you know, working with different companies or um, leading me into a different way, realm that would be paid okay. um, has been nice. Uh, so that in itself doesn't pay, but the rewards are worth beyond the dollar amount that I get. Right. And like you said, as far as connections are, are concerned, you said it's it's probably opened doors for you to get other work. You meet tons of people. So you're growing your network and your network always equals larger network equals larger dollars, in my opinion. Not that you're using the people around you, but just by association, by those relationships, you know, you, you have more opportunities available to you than if people didn't know who you were, what you did. Right. When you say, of course. So um, what are some other ways movement wise? I know, I don't think I plan to ask you this, but I think it's helpful for people to know how else are you able to pay your bills with like movement dance related work? Um, well, education. So um, being a dance professor that has really paid off. Mm -hmm. um, I've gotten, um, I've gotten little gigs at different studios, um, just, you know, substitute teaching in there. And then, um, being a dancer kind of led me into yoga and um, I know a lot of dancers will go into different types of body work so they'll go in like Pilates right. or yoga or I you know I've gotten into bar fitness as well and so um, that has been able to to help supplement um, and then I've also um, through my dance writing I've gotten involved with a dance company um, where I'm able to um, start um, that's starting up soon, but there are a lot of potential opportunities for um, training and choreography and um, some artistic stuff as well. I love, 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 love that because that is the meat and potatoes of, you know, dance life, life as a dancer. I don't think it always has to be that way. And, and there's exceptions to every role, you know, people do different things, but the majority of us do um, wear a couple of different hats, right? So we choreograph or we teach. Some people get money performing, um, writing. There are people that work lights and sound for, you know, shows. There's just, 
you have to be flexible, but I think that it's probably one of the most exciting things because you get to use a lot of your interests and a lot of your passions. It's not just one thing. It's not just dance, but you know, the other things that we're good at, we get to incorporate that into dance, which I think is a perk. It's a plus for me. You know, I get bored. I wouldn't want to be doing the same thing all day, every day. So it's a, a cool way to stay fresh, <laughs> I guess. Okay. So you mentioned yoga and all of that kind of stuff. So how can um, viewers learn more about you or get in touch with you or connect? Lots of different ways because my, my career kind of goes into different directions. Okay. Um, you know, you can, you can um, find me online through the different colleges I work at. Um, mm -hmm. Theaterjones.com. Okay. Um, and that's the website that I write for. I've done well over a hundred reviews as well as articles and things. Wow. From, so um, yeah, look me up on there. And then um, through my writing gig, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, under Cheryl Callen, just all one word. Okay. And you can see, um, I'll post my reviews there. And then also if I go to events, um, like cast parties or um, other arts events, I'll post my pictures there. So yeah. that's kind of like my, my writing side. Um, if you want to see my yoga side, I have a business called Gentle Lion Yoga. Nice. And, um, you can visit the website, gentlelionyoga.com. And if you want to see my Instagram stuff with yoga, a little bit of dance too. <laughs> Lion Yoga TX on Instagram. Nice. And we will make sure you guys have access to all of this information. And we will definitely be having Cheryl back because she'll be writing something on the workingdancer.com blog. Um, so um, I'm going to put all of Cheryl's information in the description below the video, and then you'll have tons of access to her. I'll post up all of her, her um, social media profiles in this video as well and then in the blog as well so thanks so much cheryl um for telling us about the life of a dance writer i'm really really um just grateful to have you know friends like you who are doing different things in um the dance world and are willing to share you know what they're doing and how they're doing it so that the generation to come can can learn and take notes so Thanks for joining us on Soul. Wait, let me say that again. Thanks for joining us on Soul Talk, and we'll see you next time. Happy dancing, folks. <laughs>